Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He took my cologne. I started to lose it. Every situation had a price to pay. I threatened to massacre the local bar once, and then Columbine came to mind. And he made hate so exciting. All my friends were worried that I was going to kill them. When my brother was doing drugs, we also housed a charismatic psychopath, Eric Harrison, Sunway Cho. Oh, man, he's a master of all shooters. I can't believe I'm doing this, but once you do it, you're like, oh my god, it's so fun. First guy I shot at, I was so pissed at him because he didn't take me seriously. I hated when people disrespect me. I had to give that security props. He was pretty brave. Do you have a diagnosis? OCD and transient psychosis. I couldn't help myself. It was just getting too exciting. Cooper would say, please. Okay. Okay. You're up here on the seventh floor, uh, the investigations floor. Um, everything's being audio, re video recorded. You're on in a police station just for your safety and our safety. Okay. And I just got to quickly do this uh, advisement for you. I think the officers already did to you. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can be used against you in a court of law. You have the right at this time to talk to a lawyer and have one present while you're being questioned. And if you cannot afford one, one will be appointed for you. Do you understand those rights? Yes, sir. Awesome. Okay, sit tight. Do you want some water or something like that, partner? I would love some. Okay, I'll get some water. Um, you guys just wait out here? Yes, we can do that. Wait out here? Not in there. Wait out here. Okay, thanks. Aaron, yeah. here you go. Oh, hold up your hand. There's some cold water for you, okay? There's a cap on and everything like that. I broke the seal up already for you, but uh, have a sip. I'll be back and I want to talk to you in a minute, okay? okay. Hey Aaron, it's Detective Cooper again. Hi. Hey, uh, I just want to get some information from you. Uh, yeah. How do you spell your last name? Y-B-A-R-R-A. -R -R -A. Okay, and middle name, uh, initial? R. Okay, and where do you live at right now? Mount Lake Terrace. What's the address there? That's Mount Lake Terrace? Yeah. Who do you live there with? My parents. 
What's your cell phone number? And what's the contact number for your parents? Uh, my mom is... And your dad? Uh, 206. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sit tight for a second, bud. Aaron, how's the eyes going? Getting a little better, not quite, though. Okay. Try not to, uh, the more you rub your eyes, uh -huh. the more you get the stuff in there. Okay. Do you want to rinse some more? Uh, uh, I think I'm just going to get up a little bit. Okay, sit tight for a second, then. You see it yet? Out of one eye. You want to rinse again? Um, I don't know yet. Okay. You want a wet paper towel or something, maybe? Oh, uh, will that do any good? It might cool your eyes a little bit, as long as you don't rub them too much, but you can dab your eyes with it. You want me to just bring you one? Yeah, just sure. Just a damp one? There's a couple of dry ones here if you need them. Aaron, how's the eyes going now? They're a little bit there. Okay. Ah, there you go. You're starting to open them up? Yeah. Okay. Didn't help any. Uh, not much. Okay. Actually, yeah, I guess air is the other thing. If you're gonna keep your eyes open a little bit, I mean, it's, it'll take a while. It takes 45 minutes to an hour for uh, it to go away. The effects, and then it's always gonna tingle for a little bit. Uh, so, I'm just out here. If you need something, just yell. Alright. <sighs> <coughs> Aaron. Yeah. How you feeling now? Uh, when I opened my eyes, it started getting moist, and it, uh... Because you got it right around the, the cracks, that's uh, the bad part. Uh-oh. Okay, I got my partner here. I don't know if you can take a crack and look at her. Uh, I don't know. This is Detective Duffy. Hi. Hey. How are you doing? Okay. Oh. Hey, um, I just want to talk to you real quick... Sure. ...about what happened today and yeah. some of the things, and just get some uh, inside information about the whole thing, okay? Sure. Oh. And uh, just to let you know, it's uh, 17, 14 hours or 5, 14 p.m. Okay. Now, you said you uh, live up in Mount Lake Terrace with your parents? Yeah. Okay. Are you born and raised here in Washington? Yes. Uh, where were you? Were you born up there in Mount Lake Terrace? I was born in, in Seattle. Okay. Lived up in Mountain Lake Terrace all your life? Yeah. Okay. Where'd you go to high school at, bud? I was homeschooled through high school. I don't know. <coughs> and what do you do for work? Uh, I work at Fred Meyer in Lake City. And uh, what do you do at uh, Fred Meyer? 
I'm a partial clerk on the cart pusher. I like Fred Meyer too. The yeah. one on Lake City, the one with the rooftop parking type thing? Yeah, the second story. That's a nice uh that's a nice Fred Meyer. They always nice have everything little. on sale too. Yeah, doesn't have everything, but it does have most of the things, and it's nice to get around that because it's smaller. Um, you work there full time? Uh, part time. Part time. Do you have any other jobs? No. I just started working there three weeks ago. And how old are you again? Twenty six. Be twenty seven next month. I see that. Um, as far as I mean, uh, do your parents know where you're at right now? No, I. Uh, they were at work when I started packing my stuff. Okay. Hmm. Um, are you a member of that school? Huh? Do you go to school there? Give me one minute. My eyes are... Oh, uh, do you want more napkins or anything like that, bud? Uh, sure. Um, can you just reach in the bathroom there and grab some more of these? Do you want them wet? Do you want, want them wet? Whatever helps. Actually what? dry, because the wet... Swishes the stuff around in his eyes. You got dry ones right here, partner. Here, right here. You got it. Okay. What was the question? Do you go to school there? Where? At uh, uh, what is that? Seattle Pacific or Seattle University? Oh. Um. No, I don't. I. I wanted to. Well, I'll explain. Uh, well, I know, but I'll explain uh, when we move on. Okay. Because I was talking to the patrol officer that brought you in here, and they're telling me you're telling them stuff about what happened today. Yeah, I was. I, when I got when I got caught, I might as well was just letting it all out. Okay. I was meaning I was meaning to die. Okay. But I got caught instead. Aaron. But here's a damp um, paper towel. Just reach right in front of you. Put that go. on your eyes and just kind of hold it there. And then there's some there's some more dry ones right in front of you if you need to use the dry ones. Okay. Okay, so um Are you gonna ask questions or do you want me to just start explaining? Um, why don't you start explaining? Uh, um, I grew up in a Christian home. My my family's very Christian. Okay. I started off being that way. Yeah. And Aaron, I don't mean to interrupt you, but can you lift your hand up a little so you, uh, your mouth, so we can hear you a little better? How's that? That's better. Oh. And I had uh, a high level of OCD since I was 13. And, and I was lonely growing up. I, I felt like I started to become psychotic or something because... Mm -hmm. I notice I've been living in fantasy than reality. I I made people want to hate me because I thought I was part of them, but when I was really part of what I was part of their crew when I was really bugging them. Okay. And then <coughs> because I kept going to the same spots over and over because it was part of the routine, and I needed certain belongings and 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 certain routines to keep me sane. I don't know why, but it just it was just like that. What do you mean belongings? 
like I needed certain things to for my routines like my cologne, my bedroom furniture, and my like just certain things like just like basic things like what people like I can't really ex explain like everybody's OCD but like I need certain like belongings until and they can't go until it's ready until a certain time and that's what made your day normal yeah okay I knew if something affected that it would it would automatically change my mental state it made it made the compulsion go from good to evil, but I couldn't I couldn't stop it, and I knew I couldn't treat it on my own. And, but but my the first time when I was 21, when my brother was doing drugs, he he let his junkie friends come in, and and one guy that kept bugging me, he took my cologne which I used every day. I started to lose it and started making death threats, um, telling him, telling his acquaintances what I was going to do to him. Well, let me ask you this: have, have Have you ever had contact with the police in any of these times or anything like that? No, I was just going insane. Um, <coughs> well, not insane. I was just losing it. I was. I was just. I had no. My OCD. I have requirements. Mm -hmm. I had to take it in my own hands to get the respect. Well, not just respect, but every situation had a price to pay. What do you mean situation? Like if someone threw off a routine or someone took something from me that I needed, uh, there had to be a price to pay. Whether if it was, uh, well, in the cases like that, like <clears throat> if they had to hurt or kill someone, it was just a high level where I couldn't handle myself. Have you ever hurt anybody before? No. And okay. I knew I was being safe about it. I knew I was. I stayed away from those kind of people mm -hmm. because I was trying to be good. Mm -hmm. I wanted. I had. A, I knew I had a future to live up to, and I wanted to be the good guy. Mm -hmm. But my parents didn't understand what was going on with me. And when I was 23, I had a. I had my bed that I used for a while, but they didn't talk to me and. <clears throat> and wanted to work on it with me, and and they took out the bedroom furniture because they, they they said it had to go. I told them wait. And I told them not yet, and, and because it wasn't time that they just wouldn't listen. And and then I started losing. I st I kept drinking daily. They ignored my drinking and told me to go to therapy. And it was all about therapy. Cause are you seeing anybody right now? What do you mean? Are you see seeking anybody for uh, any type of medical condition or anything like that right now? Uh, as a mental? Mental, physical, drinking, whatever. Uh, uh, I stopped seeing my psychotherapist because I didn't, I couldn't afford it. Who's that? Samantha Good. Is that person local? Uh, she, uh, her office is in Eastlake. When did you stop seeing her? It was recently. It was about a, probably a, about three months ago, maybe. And when you say Eastlake, are you talking down on Eastlake or Eastlake over like on the east side? Uh, Eastlake, um, just past the U District. Oh, okay. <coughs> okay, so, um, 
you've been having these issues and stuff like that. So uh, I knew I I could have gone to therapy. It just wasn't time yet. But people were trying to force me. Even my friends were bugging me because when my, when I was losing <coughs> losing it that day, <coughs> therapy just kept getting into my head. I started getting stubborn and not going, and don't. And later, after I was done drinking, and, and like after a year of drinking, I just went to. Uh, I went to. I found. I found Samantha Good. Uh, the main reason I went to therapy was to get everyone off my back. I knew it wasn't going to do anything, but I gave, decided to give it a shot anyway. Who was paying for uh, Doctor Good? My my parents did at first. <laughs> and then they had me do it because <coughs> I realized I was drinking while I was seeing her. And <clears throat> were you uh, prescribed medication or anything like that? Yeah, from my psychiatrist, uh, Heidi Iwanski. How do you spell her last name? Uh, I-W-A-N-S-K-I. What did she prescribe you? The Prozac and Risperdal. <coughs> She she diagnosed me with transient psychosis and OCD, but when I realized, but when she told me I had OCD, I realized that it's more, it's on a higher level than what people really think. Like I can't control myself no matter what's going on. Okay. I can't control my mental state even if I wanted help. I couldn't stop wanting to do the things that I've been planning on doing. Okay. Um. So. How, I mean, how long have you had these feelings? Uh, the evil feelings or the good ones? Both. Uh, since I was 13, the the good feelings, mm -hmm. until 23 when my stuff got taken away. My bedroom furniture got taken away. So in the last three years, you've started having these bad feelings? Yeah. And can you describe the bad feelings to me? I started, uh, I just felt nothing but hate, 100% hatred towards the world towards everyone. I threatened to massacre the local bar once because uh, I just wanted everything and everyone to die and then Columbine came to mind. I don't know how, but it just hit me. I've been, when I was watching the news when I was a kid, oh, Columbine, like Eric Harris just came into my head. The mastermind of the shooting. Right. And I kept identifying with him ever since the, the past three years. Because he just made everything so exciting. He made hate so exciting. Well, I mean, in Columbine, they used explosives and stuff like that. Did you ever thought about that, or did you that cross your mind? I'm not smart enough to make it, make uh, to go on the internet and figure out how to make bombs. Okay. I just I just go by my instincts of what I've learned. Okay. And what have you learned? Um, how to uh, shotgun, rifle, and pistol shooting. Okay. Um, my family are marksmen. Your mom and dad are? Well, my well, my dad and my brother are. Okay. What's your brother's name? Joel. And uh, do you have any sisters? Yeah, Brandy. B R A N D I. Any other brothers or sisters? No. Okay. <clears throat> and one of my issues going on, humiliation started going because uh, all my friends were worried that I was going to kill them in the, during the death threats of the bar and I couldn't look at them the way they used to. They 
they treated been treating me different. Like they've been closing in on me. I've been getting paranoid. And, like the world was going against me. And right. How old is Joel? Joel is twenty five. Twenty four, going on twenty five in February. And how about Brandy? <coughs> Brandy is twenty nine. Okay. Excuse me. <clears throat> that pepper spray is getting to me too a little. Uh, um, so you've had these bad feelings since about uh, 23, the last three years. Yeah. Did you talk to this with your psychiatrist and your uh, and Doctor Good too? Yeah, I told them everything. Um, they, they know they know a lot more than anybody than than uh, well, especially Samantha Good. She knows almost everything I've told her. We had a lot to talk about in the past two years. They ever. Uh, did they ever co uh, confine you or anything like that? What do you mean? Like um, involuntary commitment or anything like that? Uh, voluntarily commitment? Yeah, like at a hospital to be evaluated or anything like that? No, I, no, I refused. They suggested it, but I refused because I've been into the emergency room for drinking. It was uncomfortable being in a hospital. I, I totally understand that part. Um, so. Um, you talk about what you know as far as your family being marksmen. Uh-huh. I mean... My, well, the men in my family, yeah. Okay. Does the men, does everybody own guns in your family? Oh, uh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, most of them were stolen. Uh, when my brother was doing drugs, we also housed a, a, a charismatic psychopath, is what I like to call him, because he manipulated my family. <clears throat> And he stole from us and and made him think that it was my brother that did it. And Who was that? His name was Jerron Bernal. He's in my private journal. I have a diary in my truck. I told the cops. The white truck? Yeah. Did they? Did you read it? I haven't read it yet. The, these dark feelings made me go from Christianity to admiring sadism. And that's when the hate started feeling really good because I felt that God betrayed me. I'd been praying for him to help me, but but he, I didn't feel like he didn't answer my prayers. I can understand that feeling. Um, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, when you when we started talking about this, you said uh, you had packed your things this uh, before you started on this thing. Um, I know you had a shotgun. Mm -hmm. What else did you pack? A hunting knife. And, of course, I haven't talked to any of my detectives up at the scene, but what type of shotgun was it? It was a Browning over and under Satori. I use that for sporting clays. Okay. And, of course, I'm talking to you here. I haven't seen your shotgun or anything like that. Yeah. Did you have it modified? Was it cut off? <coughs> anything like that? <coughs> no. I, in case I got pulled over or got caught or something, I hid it in a garbage bag like if I was packing some... Uh, like if I was just stuffing stuff in there. Okay. I assembled it in the shock in the in the truck because my windows <coughs> were tinted. I knew no one could could couldn't see. Okay. So you had this shotgun. You had a hunting knife. Uh, anything else? I packed seventy-five rounds of ammunition because I thought it was going to kill and injure more people. Okay. What type of ammo were you using? Just uh, I was using um, Dove loads. So birdshot? Yeah. Steel or lead? Lead. Remember uh, what number? No. Okay. And you said lead, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. 
<coughs> I've been plan <coughs> I've been planning to attack SPU because uh, because I had to stay local. Washington State University was supposed to be the main target. Isn't I wasn't really targeting anyone specifically. I just had hatred towards the world, but I didn't want to attack my own city. Right. Let me ask you this. Um, so you didn't have a handgun or anything like that? No. I don't even know how to get into my dad's safe. Okay. And you had 75 rounds with you? Yeah. Did you have the rounds in, still in your truck when the when you were stopped I, by the cops? No. It, it was just in case I got pulled over. Oh, okay. Because <coughs> I had to be prepared. You want to take a sip of water? Uh, oh, it's just, I don't know, it's making it worse when I'm trying to open my eyes. Well, you don't have to. I mean, because it's the, the it gets into the mucous membrane and the eyes and everything like that. And the more you rub it and stuff like that, you just kind of have to just sit calmly uh -huh. uh, and try not to touch your eyes okay. and stuff right now. Um, so you you broke the shotgun down and, and put it in a garbage bag before you took it out to your car? This yeah, I put my backpack in there so it'll look like it, there's no shotgun in there. There's just a b bunch of stuff and my sweatshirt I have on now. How long is the barrel on the shotgun? 32 inch. Okay. So you assembled it in your car when you got to the school. Yeah. Um, the officers were telling me, you said something about that you, you planned that and you told me this already, but uh, that you've taken a tour of that campus? Yeah, two Mondays ago. I manipulated these uh, of quite a few students, but but I used two girls to give me a private tour. I didn't even have to ask. I, I acted like a transfer student, and the way I approached them made them want to give me a tour. Where'd you meet them at? I, I was just walking around. I don't know specific areas. Did you get their names? Uh, I met this one black girl. She was really nice. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce, or I don't really know how to um, spell her name. I don't know how to spell her name, but I think you pronounce it as Adroja. Okay. That's the closest I remember. And then <coughs> she gave me about a 10-minute tour, really helped me out. In my writings, I told her I would single her out for doing that because I didn't even have to ask. She just volunteered, so I showed a little more remorse for that. Okay. Did she show you the whole campus? As much as she she knew. Okay. Um, is she an English student or was she a... a science. A science? Yeah. Okay. I think I remember that. <coughs> And is she from the United States or from uh, another country? I don't remember. Okay. I know she lives in a dorm. Okay. And uh, remember if she was a freshman, sophomore, uh, senior? I don't remember, but I remember the second girl being a uh, being a, a sophomore. Okay. And the other gal, was she a white gal or black gal? Asian? She was a white girl. Her name is Kyleen. I mentioned her in my writings too. I showed remorse for her too. I told her I, I said I would single her out too. She a science student also? Uh, she was. She told me she was into children's ed. Oh, okay. So two Mondays ago, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. I and even talked to the um, the academic um, person. I I manipulated him too. I was acting like I wanted to transfer there. Where were you tell where were you transferring from? Where was the story? Edmonds Community College, where I was been, where I was going a few years ago. So this was ac academic advisor. Yeah. Remember who that was? I don't remember his name, but he wore glasses. He had short blonde hair. Um. He he should remember me if he if my face is on the news. 
<clears throat> okay. Um, I wasn't really trying to get fame. I was just uh, trying to. I was really just trying to express my hate, and how I really felt about the world. I understand. Um, so two Mondays ago, remember what time you were up there? Uh, about one, one-ish, one thirty-ish. I remember checking the time when I was in the when I found the the auto miller hall. That's where I met Ardroja. Okay. That was about one fifteen maybe. So you started did you just show up at that hall and, and they you met him there or how'd no, that go? I was trying I was doing a hunter and fisherman's technique by scouting my area. So I began right. that's why I went to the campus early to scout my area. And and uh <coughs> and I asked I went up to a few students guys and girls asking them where the math room is and that's where Otto Miller is because I told them oh, I'm going to I'm thinking about transferring here blah 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 why the math room? I, I'm just curious oh just to be casual because I, I told them I was doing business major oh okay and then you ended up at the Otto Hall, or what's it called? Otto. Otto Miller. Otto um, Miller. One one girl told told me uh, where it was, but the campus was too big for me to to recognize because I not haven't experienced universities. Right. And then I pr approached this this guy. He was about nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to make sure where I was going. He was a nice kid. Uh, I don't. I didn't get his name or anything, but uh, he he was white. Uh, sort of blonde hair. He he told me where <coughs> he told me uh, he pointed to the direction where I was where I was meant, meaning to go. Okay. So did the two girls show you the inside of uh, Otto Miller Hall? Yeah. Okay. How much time do you think you spent there? Yeah. Oh, I just well uh, first time well um, actually not those two <coughs> girls it was the the that what <coughs> the one guy and girl. <coughs> Oh, drink a little water, bud. That one guy and girl I told you, I mentioned. Right. They led me there, and I just started exploring the hallway. Okay. Did you go through the whole building, or? I tried to go as yeah. Uh, I just went to the first part, and then that's when I met Adroja. She was talking to a, her blonde friend. Oh, okay. I was gonna approach the blonde girl, but she was opening the door to get to class, and then I caught up with Adroja. Okay. I don't know if that's exactly her name, but that's the best way I can pronounce it. Um, do you know how many floors are in that hall? Uh, two. Okay. Did you ever make it to the second floor? Um, when you, on your scout? No, I just made it to the first. I just wanted to clo the closest area I could find. Okay. Did you check for exits and entrances and things like that? Ingresses, egresses type thing? Like for students to escape? Yeah. Um, I knew there was one in the back, but okay. But um, it was a long run. Okay, and I mean, I know you know the police caught you and everything. You, you, this was your own plan, right? Yes. Okay. No one else is helping you with this or anything like that. No, the guidance of of Eric Harrison, Sungui Cho, in my head okay. helped me out. Especially Eric Harris. He was a oh man, he was a master of all shooters. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this. So when you scouted this two Mondays ago, mm -hmm. you checked for the exits and entrances to the the building. You never made it to the second floor. No, I didn't bother. So how long do you think you were there on your scout? 
Now, in the building, I was just explore, ex walking up and down the halls to make sure I, I know where there's classrooms and make sure, and, and yesterday I made one, one more stop, but because I had to make sure people were there, because just in case I didn't, I was in the middle of finals where classes got out earlier. Yeah, and um, remember what time you were there yesterday? Around three, so there were people walking out of class, but okay. there were more people than today. Okay. So people, I'm assuming people got done with their classes early before finals. So did you go there yesterday at three and come back? Because this, this it sounds like this whole thing started about three thirty. I mean, yesterday when you was it like a dry run yesterday? Then? Uh, yesterday, yeah. I, I just I just had to I just made a drive to make sure I saw people. Okay. I didn't go in the building. Oh, you didn't go in the building. I just had to make sure people were walking to to their buildings. Okay. And you saw people coming and going. Yeah. Okay. Um, so this morning, I mean, uh, when did you? I mean, when did you decide to do this this morning, or was it last week, or did you have this day in mind, or how'd you come up with this today to start today? I was trying to go with what Eric Harris was planning, like pick a day, but I couldn't do that. I wasn't, I wasn't as organized as he was. Right. Oh. Uh, so I just, I just had to. Play it by ear, and and <coughs> but I had to make sure I had to go b before classes um, were before classes were out because okay. finals or get, people were getting ready for finals and people there's only certain days. And how did you know they were having finals? I got information from the the academic person. Okay. And I and I snuck some information from other people, like my brother-in-law said he was going to. Seattle U. I asked. Um, I asked him when. Um, so he's on. I snuck. A, I snuck. I was being sneaky and said, "So do you? So you're on finals this week?" He said, "No, a couple of weeks, but that was last week." Okay. And um, so, but you you basically learned from the academic advisor two Mondays ago. Yeah. I, this would be finals week. Oh, uh, what? The. Um, I think next week was supposed to be finals week or this week, but I had to go before. Uh, before I knew I was too late. Okay. If I had, if if I knew it was too late, then I would wait over the summer and then pick and go into a sometime in the fall. Okay. So this was kind of your last shot before last school shot. vacated, vacated, right? Yeah, and I had and I I wanted to get out of this world so bad that mm -hmm. I was like I can't wait anymore. I can't attack Wazoo or Central. I'm just gonna go local and use what I have because I've been trying to save up for the white. The, the right weapons, the w right equipment, and and I was and I was trying to be well organized, but I my OCD kept making me want to spend more money, and I was disorganized with that. Did you buy the shotgun yourself? Oh yeah, from a from a member um, at the range, but that was like years ago. That was I was about nineteen <clears throat> at the time. Did you? So if I run the serial number on that shotgun, it's gonna come back to you. Um. I don't know if we put in my name, but I know I know he wouldn't have. Uh, I, I don't want to get him in trouble because no, he had won't. okay, because because oh, this is what I was on my good side, right? And and now nobody could knows. No, I'm sure nobody could tell that I was able to do this because I was being sneaky. I didn't want anyone to know. I just wanted to be done over with and die. Right. Um. So. Do you have other weapons or anything like that? 
I mean, are, are, is there more stuff in the truck that, you know, when I look in the truck, am I going to find more weapons? No, I'm being honest. I'm a man of my word, even right. ask my friends. Um, and at your house, uh, do you have other weapons at your house, at your mom and dad's house? Um, no, they got all got stolen from Jerron. They got the first kid that I hit out out in the outside of the building. Right. He kind of looked like him um, at first. Uh, well, it's like, have you heard of the story about Alyssa Bust Alyssa Bustamani, the kid who the girl who killed her nine-year-old neighbor? Yeah. It's kind of like what she said. Oh. You're like, I can't believe I, I'm doing this, but once you do it, you're like, oh my god, it's so fun. Right. Um, and the guy, the, you mean today, the first guy you, you shot at? First, yeah, first guy I shot at. I was so pissed at him because he didn't take me seriously. I hate it when people disrespect me. But right. I can't let out what I'm incapable of letting out my true feelings. But, okay. but, when, but I first felt I was able to get respect once I made that first shot. Uh, well, <clears throat> I want to get to that, too, and I want you to explain that to me in detail, but... <coughs> I might not be the way I w wanted to put it, but it's right. going to be something like that, yeah. I I'm still at the point where you packed every... You broke the shotgun down. You got 75 rounds. Yeah. You bought all that yourself? Yes. Okay. And you I bought that weeks ago. I hid it in my room. I knew okay. my parents would respect my... My my room and I hit bolt I hit bolt cutters there because when I was going on my rant about killing people when I was on my issues right and so my parents locked them up and I broke the lock it, it had some metal on it so okay um, so you only have that shotgun you brought that knife you broke the shotgun down but you reassembled it in your truck yes <clears throat> so what time did you leave your house today. Um, I got on a, on a slow start. Um, I left around 2.15, but there was a little bit of traffic. And I was getting ready around 12.30, getting ready for the day. Uh, <coughs> I delayed my time because my brother called, and I called him back. He didn't suspect a thing. I didn't even act suspicious. I didn't even feel remorse for what I was about to do. For right. Well, I didn't even feel for how my loved ones felt. It just went, it's true what they say, I even wrote this in my journal, it's true what they say, when you go through a lot of stress at a period of time, you start to lose, you start to lose emotion, not feel anything. Okay. Um, it's, it's a big change that I felt. So, you packed all these things, you load them into your truck, mm -hmm. and is the truck registered in your name? Uh, and mine and my mom's. Okay. How long have you had that truck? For about three years, maybe. Um, what kind of truck is it? It's a Chevy S10, 2002. Chevy S10, is that the smaller version? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's white, right? Yeah. You don't happen to know the plate, do you? No, not by heart. Okay. Ah, I don't even know my plate nowadays with so many letters and numbers on them. Um, so you put everything in your ride, you assemble it in there, um, and you get there, um, and you just go to the uh, Otto Miller Hall there? Yeah. How, I how close did you park? I parked right across the street. Okay. Right facing the entrance. Okay. I was, uh, before I parked in the back where two people were um, like doing a little project. Right. Um, 
but I didn't, I didn't pack everything up yet. I had to make sure I could go into a back exit, but the exit was locked, so I couldn't get in, so I had to, I had to drive around and park. That today? Towards, towards the entrance, yeah. Okay. Um, so you park out in front of the entrance, assemble your shotgun, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if the officers recovered more rounds on you when they took you into custody, or did, how many rounds did you take with you? Uh, I packed 50 on me, but I had 75 total. Okay. Because that's all I could sneak into my sweater <clears throat> pocket. Okay. So when they took you into custody, you had, they took rounds off you? Yeah, the the security that, that took me down, they they reached in my pocket and, and shoveled them out. Okay. I was um, reaching for my hunting knife not to kill more people because I know I got caught. I was trying to slit my throat to die, and but they took that away from me. Okay. And what kind of hunting knife is it? It's a skinning knife with a with one of those hooks on the Oh yeah. Yeah. It was just like a dying wish, but it's like it's not one people say kill yourself and not taking this of people is like one of those things where you just like when your hate gets to you and you're like, I wanna do this because this is how much I hate people. I turned against humanity but couldn't stop wanting to. Well, I understand that feeling. Let me ask you this. So when you get out, where do you encounter the first guy? Because, again, I haven't been out there. I was trying to hold two people hostage just to have a little fun. Right. But they didn't take me seriously. They were laughing at me. Did you show them the shotgun? Yeah. I said, hey, you two get inside. They, there's one girl and one guy. They were talking to each other. Like They were just, they were, they were just standing there laughing at me. Okay. And then, and then I pointed to that one guy that I shot, and I said, uh, said, hey you, uh, um, hey you, get inside. And he said, haha, you think you can scare me with that thing? And that's when I got mad. And I was going to shoot people anyway, but I was really mad at him for doing that. Okay. Was that the first guy you shot? That was the first guy I shot. When he turned his back, okay. I started walking. I put one in his shoulder. I think it was his shoulder. I didn't see any blood, but I, I saw him go down. What's the capacity of that shotgun? How many rounds? Oh, it's a double barrel, so two. Okay. I accidentally drive fired my second barrel, so that's how I got caught. I couldn't, so I can only load one in, one round in, because of. But it's over, like, it over under, right? Yeah. It seemed like the firing, either the firing pin stick stuck or that round was a dud, and I just left it in there. Okay. So basically, so you're down to one one barrel. Yeah. Okay. So you're like you fire, then you have to reload. Yeah. Okay. And you said the second round, or the second round in the second chamber didn't go off. The first guy you shot, you, you shoot him the first time. Yeah. Did you pull the trigger to hit him with the second time with the second barrel? I tried to hit the girl that laughed at me oh, with the okay. second barrel. And then, and then, uh, but she hesitated for about five seconds from being shocked. Right. And then she took off running and while I was trying to pull the trigger. So I ejected that one and then, and then reloaded and went inside the building. Okay, and then what'd you do? Um, uh, there were I saw a few people inside when I was walking around the first time. I I saw I saw the guy on his laptop. I I I didn't point the gun at him, but I showed him the shotgun. I said hey, he took off his earphones, and I said I don't want to have to hurt you. The guy out there. I said, stay calm. I don't want to have to hurt you. He said, okay. He looked a little shocked because um, I had a gun in my hand. All right. And I said, I, 
I shot a man outside because he disrespected me. I don't want to have to hurt you. He said, okay. And then a girl came downstairs. I said, uh, <coughs> I said, I don't want to have to hurt you. She laughed at me too and just kept walking. That made me mad too. She was like, I don't get respect from people. They don't take me seriously. I was growing up, people wouldn't take me seriously. They, could, they would just laugh at me. So the gal that was coming down the stairs, when you told her, when you showed her the gun and she laughed at you, did you shoot her too? I shot her, yeah. Okay. I think it was in the arm and then she screamed. Okay. And then, and then the guy I, and then the guy I was talking to at first, he took off running. Okay. And I tried to, and I tried to fire my second shot again, but I realized that that was the bad barrel. Okay. But and I got and then I tried to eject the shell. Okay. I ejected it and tried to put a new one in, but I didn't break it in all the way. So that way it took. That's why it took me so long to reload, and that's when the security came out and maced me. How many people do you think you shot? <coughs> I remember shooting two, but there were two girls in back of her, so I'm, I, I probably hit a couple of them too because <coughs> uh, because because uh, they said I had two more victims. Um, who said that? The officers. Oh, okay. Let me ask you this. The first guy you shot, you shot him when he turned his back on you? Yeah. How close were you to him? I was just about 15, 20 feet. Okay. And the girl that was coming down the stairs, how close were you to her? 12, 15 feet. Okay. And you saw other women behind her? Yeah. Okay. And um, so, but you were targeting the gal that was laughing at you? Yeah. Okay. But with... Dove shot, it dove shot, right? Yeah. Steel, you know, with a 32 it inch left. barrel, it's probably a big pattern, huh? Yeah. It goes out farther for the longer the barrel, the longer it'll go out. You've shot the shotgun before, haven't you? No, I'm well experienced with shotguns and rifles. Okay. Um, why? I mean, I have a curious question. Um, why bird shot versus like double odd or something like that? Double odd. They're just only six rounds in buckshot right. it won't when it spreads it won't go it won't the pattern won't be as close as you want right then you have to shoot and only one lead ball will hit but it won't be a big impact as much as a as a 30 six rifle would right but if you do a but if you do a, a lead shot a bird shot at close range that will disintegrate a human face true but you said and you were using lead right yeah, and plus I'm using an over and under barrel that's not good for buckshot. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just curious. I, uh, because that that was made for um, sporting clays, not made for heavy duty loads. Okay. And why a shotgun versus like a handgun? Because I'm because I know my lead on on shotguns. Um, I know how to hit moving targets, pistols. Right. I'm less accurate. Plus, my dad had a smaller barrel. Uh, and which is light, would I'm um, easier to hit with heavier guns. Oh, okay. Hey, Aaron, you said that you uh, you bought the the ammo just recently. Where did you buy that at? Adventure Sports, where I usually get my hunting equipment. And where's that at? It's in Linwood. Okay. Did you buy the knife there too? I bought the knife at Big Five, just before my bear hunting trip. When was that? I was about. Three years ago, maybe. Okay, so that was quite a while ago. Was that also in Linwood? Um, that was in uh, Aurora, close to Edmonds or something. Uh -huh. Big Five for the knife? Yes. Yeah.
but that was a few years ago, three years ago. And you, you actually went on a bear hunting trip? Yeah, on my good side. Who'd you go on that way? My brother-in-law. Did you get anything? No, it was, no, no, we, uh, <coughs> we decided to try again later because mm -hmm. we left a little bit later than we wanted to. The bears were already uphill. And where'd you do the bear hunting trip at? Over in Rainy Creek, just past Stevens Pass. And how long ago was it that you bought the ammo? Was it like, did you say three weeks ago or did I miss? Uh, I bought it about about three or four weeks ago. I bought that ahead of time because I, I had to I had to spend money. I was doing temporary work before <coughs> Fred Meyer. I had to, I had to, um, I had to, uh, what I was going to say, um, I, I had to, uh, sorry, I was, this was distracting me from all the maze. Okay. Um, <coughs> I <coughs> I had to uh, buy buy it early enough because I had my last part. Boom! <coughs> Take a little sip of water, bud. Get that out of your throat. I had <coughs> I had my little, I had my last <coughs> twenty on me. I had to get something because because um, my time was running short. <coughs> That better? Yeah, and if I wanted to die, I had the price had to be paid first. It's like a requirement. I couldn't stop. Did you Did you buy all the ammo in one one purchase? Uh, I bought the, the first box just about a week or two, two weeks <coughs> before the others. Right. I had to get something just to accomplish something first. How many rounds in a box? Twenty five. Okay. I bought three three boxes total. On three different occasions. Uh. Two different occasions. One, um, one, the first time was about two weeks before the others. I bought two of the other at the same time. Okay. Um, and so, security took you in. The security sprayed you with pepper spray. Yeah. Okay. As you were reloading. Yeah, I could have got away with it if my if I knew my barrel was for one new. If I knew my barrel, my bottom wood barrel was was a dud right. and and also if I knew I would have broken in more because the shot the shell won't go in if the barrel is not um if the if you don't break it in all the break it break it open all the way. And where's the shotgun now? Police have it. Okay. Did you see the police take it? No, but they put it in a room. I know they have it somewhere. Oh okay. But it's there at the scene. Yeah. Okay, so the school security pepper sprayed you, and how soon after they sprayed you did the cops uh, show up? Uh, they were pretty quick, faster than I expected. Um, it was probably about maybe, it was minutes, probably about maybe four to six minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what it felt like, I don't know the exact time. And then, Okay. Uh, uh, well, no, no disrespect, but how the way it felt just... I don't know, feeling that hateful power just when I heard the SWAT team was there it just made me feel good. Mm -hmm. But that's but that was me feeling my hate. When did you hear the SWAT team was there? The officer said that the, the SWAT, team had, <coughs> SWAT team was there and, uh, and they had their keys or something. Oh, okay. 
Um, well, what if you ran into the SWAT team guys? Uh, well, if I had to, well, I've been wanting to die, so if they gave me no, if they <coughs> gave me no choice, I have no choice but to shoot at them to get them to kill me. Mm -hmm. Main priority was to die, but I had to pay the price somehow. Right. It was just a requirement. My OCD just gets to me. Okay. It's like extreme or something. Then, okay. like no matter, like I've been trying to warn people, like I, no matter how hard I try, I can't stop. I can't control who I am. When if something affects the the <coughs> good parts of it. Aaron, you said you were on the Prozac and the Risperidol um, when you were doing the counseling. Did you stop taking those meds, or are you still taking them? I stopped because I was stubborn and, and I wanted to feel my hate. And plus, I didn't think it was working. I just, I just loved the hateful feeling. I, I was thinking, what, is, what was the point of being good when the world's against me? How long ago has that been since you stopped taking it? Uh, I've been taking it off and on, but I've been, I haven't been taking it for about six months, maybe. I lied to my psychiatrist. So when was the last time you saw your psychiatrist? Uh, I was. I don't remember the exact time. I mean, like a couple of weeks ago, or has it been months as well? Uh, I think it was, I'm sure it was months, but it was kind of quite a while. Okay. If I had a choice to not feel this way, I wouldn't have done this. I wouldn't um, have wanted to die. I wouldn't have wanted to kill people. I wanted to live a happy, successful life, but my hate got in my way. The compulsiveness was just overcoming me. But let me ask you, you knew if you go to the school and you start shooting people that you're going to have to answer to us, right? Yeah. Okay. And, um, and you know, you, you just can't go killing people, but I understand, you know, you don't like the world and everything like that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, no, I, no, I understand everything. I was actually expecting that answer, but I don't know, I just, I, I just couldn't stop wanting to. Right. What, how do you think that your your parents are going to react to this situation? Uh, they're going to be very devastated. Ever since I got my DUI, they got they were pretty devastated too. This is going to really hurt them. I mean, do you think that they're going to somewhat understand because of your OCD and your and the way things have been going, or um, is this going to be a total shock to them? This is going to be a total shock to them. Like they knew I'd been having the issues, but they I don't know. I just stopped caring and. I stopped caring about... Do you want me to call them and let them know you're here with us? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, sit tight for a second. Do you need anything else? Water or anything like that? Mm, no, I'm fine. Okay. Do you want me to get parents' information? I got it right Oh, you got it. Okay. I'm sure my friends will be really hurtful. <laughs> but I'm going to be with nothing but scum to them now. Oh, yep. We'll see. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Aaron. Yeah? Hey, it's Detective Cooper. I got a question for you. Sure. Are you feeling okay right now? Mm, same, as, ah, same as before. Okay. Are you on anything right now? What? Have you been drinking at all today? Oh, doesn't surprise me that they would ask that. <laughs> I just, I'm thinking of you, man. Uh, Are, have you been drinking or anything like that? No, I'm sober. I'm clean. Okay, any medicine, medication, to, anything like that? I had to stay sober to stay motivated. Okay, sounds good. And have you talked about doing this with anybody? Or you told anybody about this? Um, no. The, when I was fueled on alcohol at the time, when I was threatening the massacre of the bar, that's the only time I told someone I was going to do something like that. I'll just get my signature and get the names. Can you see good enough right now? Mm, I've been trying to open my eyes. It just won't work. Um, do you have any problem uh, giving us authorization to get your medical records from your doctors? Um, as in your permission? Well, we need your permission. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Use my pen. I got caught, so now I have to accept it. That's all I'm going for. As well, I appreciate you cooperating with us, that's for sure. Real quick right here, I, I need you to open your eyes so you can see some of this, so I can read it to you. Okay. This is just an authorization to disclose protected health information. Oh. Um, I'm going to put your name on here. <coughs> While he's doing that, I just have a couple questions sure. about the the OCD. You were kind of, and and I'm asking because I I don't under <coughs> I don't understand oh. it. I don't know much about it. Mm -hmm. You were saying the thing about the bedroom furniture and about the cologne. Is they there any other examples <coughs> that you can tell me about that? Um, that would really get under your skin? Um, I, I can't confront anybody. That's why I've been holding my anger into, I've been taking people's crap for so long. If, like, if I, if I get hit or anything, then I have no choice but to kill them. So that's why I've been backing down from fights and all that. Okay. And so people started not to take me seriously or anything. When I said I would mess somebody up, I didn't mean fighting. I meant sadistically. Okay. And you've never hurt anybody before? I never wanted to. When I um, when I get your journal and I start reading your journal, uh -huh. um, are you going to have notes and stuff about this in there? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm t oh, you some things that's going to be in there. What else? What? What did you say? Uh, I'm, t I'm telling you what's gonna, some things about that's what's going to be in there. What's in there? Oh, d just what we've been talking oh, about. Oh, okay. So you've been writing all this stuff down? Yeah. Before you acted it out? Yeah. I wrote it just to get people to understand, even though there was going to be no forgiveness. So in essence, you thought maybe you might die during this situation and you wanted people to know... That's the plan. I was planning to die this whole time. Okay. 
But as far as your... I'm just shutting the door here. Uh. As, as far as your OCD, someone taking your personal belongings was real bothersome to you, such as your bedroom furniture and your yeah. cologne. Uh -huh. And then confronting people or standing up to them was really bothersome. Was there anything else that was that really pissed you off or? Uh, ever since I got to my hate, it started building up because the guys at the getaway were talking crap about me and I had thoughts about killing them, poisoning their beer. I mentioned that in the The getaway is the bar? Yeah. Okay. It's in Mount Lake Terrace. Me and my dad would go there. Yeah, I know where, where it is. So, Aaron, uh, real quick, if you can take a peek at this, I'm going to read this to you. Okay. Um, this is an authorization to disclose protected health information, and I'm going to send one to uh, each of your doctors, okay? okay. And uh, the information to be released is a uh, summary of medical history and treatment, nurse doctor notes, social worker notes, emergency room records, lab or diagnostic tests, radiology records or films, or any other medical information related to you. <coughs> this states, I understand that the information in my health record may include information related to sexually transmitted disease, acquired immune deficiency syndrome, AIDS, or human immune deficiency virus, HIV. My health record may also include information about behavioral mental health services and treatment for alcohol and drug abuse. By checking the box at the end of the sentence, I choose to exclude the more sensitive information about behavioral mental health services and treatments for alcohol and drug abuse. I understand that I may be charged an additional fee for the removal of this information. Hmm. Do you have any problem with us looking at that stuff? No. Okay. Health information shall be released to the Seattle Police Department. In addition, medical facility staff may discuss my medical condition in any treatment with the assigned detective or his or her designee. I understand that this authorization expires in 90 days unless otherwise specified and that the disclosed information is protected under state and federal law 42 CFR Part 2 and RCW 70.24. I reserve the right to revoke authorization in writing at any time prior to the 90 days uh, period expiration except to the extent that the facility, facility which is to release information has already taken action in accordance with it. Sound good? Okay. Okay, now I need your signature right here, partner. When I tried to open my eyes, I got that again. Okay. Um, Can you look real quick? Oh, uh, no. Man, whatever he had in that thing, oh. It, it's an oil-based pepper spray, and that's why it, it stays with you a lot longer. That's the only problem. I had to give the security props. He was pretty brave. Well, I did have I did have a dysfunctional barrel, so it made it easier for him. And it was my fault for not breaking. When the was the last time you test fired your gun? Uh, um, over at the range. Yeah. Oh, that was that was a while ago. Probably. Oh, okay. That was that was probably about twenty one, maybe. Okay, so it's been a while since you fired that shotgun. Yeah. Okay. Um, think you can sign this right here for me? Can you look a little? Um, not yet. Okay. I'll come back and get it signed with you, okay? Okay. And uh, we're going to see about getting some dry stuff so we can wipe your eyes a little better. Okay. <coughs> Huh. <coughs> 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 
about this stuff on, on your computer or do you have anything stored on your computer? No, I didn't put anything on there. I okay. just writ written everything on my in my journal. journal. Um, how about Facebook or anything like that? Um, the only thing I did on Facebook today was um, trying to... Uh, I, I messaged uh, I messaged one of my friends saying we should have... Oh, too bad we didn't we weren't able to kick it because I don't know, just to get a reaction from him. <coughs> okay. <coughs> also to feel some remorse. It was a mixture of that. Okay. the dry paper napkins right here and try to wipe in <coughs> on your eyeballs if you can. I know it's going to be a little abrasive. Hey, um, huh? when you went up there today uh -huh. and you got out of your car, what were you wearing? I was wearing my my fish shirt just to be casual and, uh, and it's the last thing to remind me of the good times because I'm big on trout fishing. Okay, did you have that sweat jacket on too? I put it on um, before I started loading up my shelves. Oh, okay. Do you have glasses on? <coughs> I have always worn glasses. What kind? What type? Uh, I don't know what kind. They, they're probably on the. They, like they sunglasses? Got no, they were, they're regular glasses. Are they my prescription? Prescription, yeah. Okay. They got knocked off my glasses when he took me down. Okay, but nothing else. No. Okay. Hey Aaron, how are the eyes doing? Oh, working on it. Still you the same. better? Ah, still. Oh, I don't know what the oh, that oil stuff, whatever that was in that spray. Yeah, it kind of takes a while. Um, we need to take some photographs of you, if we could. Um, so <coughs> I need you to stand up for me. I'll kind of help you out. I've got my partner Frank here. So if you hear another person here, I'm going to kind of guide you over here towards me. And then we have just kind of a big white wall right here. But I'm just going to have you stand first this way. And then I'll just ask you to kind of rotate as I take pictures, okay? Okay. I don't know if I can open my eyes really you well. Don't, you don't have to open your eyes. <coughs> Can I use the bathroom after this? Certainly. That would be perfect because oh. we need to get your clothes. That water really hit me. Yeah. I'm going to have you turn to your left. Perfect. Turn to your left again? Yeah. Perfect. One more turn. 
and then face me again. Turn this way again. Can you hold your hands out for me, just straight up? No, just like straight up this way. Kind of fan them out like that. Can you put them up like that for me? Do you have any tattoos or anything? Just one my uh, shoulder blade. Okay. Let's go ahead and uh, take your sweatshirt off. Pepper spray on all these clothes. <coughs> My oh yeah, I can smell it. Okay. I'll just put that in this side. Okay, go ahead and take the t shirt off. We're going to give you a white suit to put on. Let me take a quick peek at your tattoo. Okay. And then we're going to escort you to the bathroom, and then we'll get the rest of your clothes, okay? Come on this way, sir. I'm going to kind of guide you here. Maybe you can rinse your eyes while you're in there. Yeah. <coughs> and when you're... When you're in this other room, we'll have you change into this white suit because there's no camera. Oh, <laughs> your, your heart's up for a second. <laughs> we got it, 
See the chair? Nope. Okay, the chair is right behind you now. So, you want some more water? Yes, I would love some. And you can continue with these damp paper towels. My nose keeps running. Yeah, it's from the, the spray. It kind of oh. opens up your uh, mucous membranes and, oh. and because it's hot, Oh. And it makes your nose run. Oh. You know, like pepper would make oh, it makes you snotty. Okay. So it's that's normal. So just there's tissue or napkins in front of you if you just want to wipe your nose. Your voice reminds me of one of the drug and alcohol counselors I had. I like talking to her. Oh. Yeah. How long have you been in counseling? For drug and alcohol or or psychotherapy? Both. Um Drug and alcohol, I was in for a year because of my DUI. Uh, I completed that. Oh, okay. Psychotherapy, two and a half years. Oh, okay. Do you have a diagnosis? Uh, OCD and transient psychosis. Oh, okay. Alrighty. Need anything else, Aaron, or you guys? Um, I think I'll be fine. Okay. Knock on the door if you need something, okay? Okay. So here's those medical forms. Okay. Um, I read them to you already. Basically, I just need your signature on this one right here. Okay. You want a candy bar or anything like that? Bag of chips or anything like that? Yeah, I'm hungry. Okay. Uh, what do you think? And that one right there. Same spot. We're limited on our chips, but uh, I'll see what I can dig up for you. Sit okay. tight for a second. That's fine. <laughs> Choice. Cool Ranch or nachos or both? Oh, Cool Ranch. <laughs> you want both? 
Oh, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> <I> worked. <laughs> okay. Just time for a second, but we'll no problem. Out, uh, get that You want a Coke or anything? Um, or water? Yeah, or I'll take a Coke too. Coke? Alright. Sorry about the delay. We're just uh, oh, getting drugs in your system okay. or alcohol or anything no. weird like that. Okay. Um, it's just kind of one of those precautionary things that we do. Okay. Okay. Um, and do you have any questions of us or um, that mm. I can answer for you? Mm. Mm. No, it's pretty much all up to you. Okay. Well, if you have a question or you want to talk about anything. Oh, I do have one thing what? to ask. Um, how the people that I shot, how are they doing? There's a reason why I'm asking this. Okay, what's your reasoning? Oh, um, I thought about what I did. And because since this is supposed to be a suicide matter, I, I stopped caring. But when I pictured his body dropping, her screaming, felt a little different. Now that you're not dead? No, I'm not dead, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know the status of everybody, um, but I can try to find out for you. Yeah, I've been thinking about that, and I didn't, I felt like I didn't care at first because I was supposed to die, but now things have changed. Like, I still don't have that, kind of like that empathy mode where I, I can shed a tear for it. I've taken it lightly because I don't know how to feel that anymore. But I do think about it. Yeah. You still have that hate in you? Do you still feel... Yeah. yeah. It's not really I want to 
destroy the world anymore. It's just that, um, I just want to get out of this world. So do you think doing this event kind of kind of like release some pressure from you? Yeah, kind of expressing it made a lot of pressure go away. Because I never held in, I, I've held in my anger for so long and and the stuff that was making me go crazy just turned things around for me, caused humiliation, which caused even more hate. And I was going out of control, I couldn't control my who I was and and uh, even when people say they understand they don't know how serious what I was going through they like I was unstoppable like un like a freight train on, with no conductor yeah. like I was just on the go my mind my state of mind was on the go it was just complete darkness yeah do you sleep well do you sleep at night yeah you sleep okay uh huh well, I'll see if I can find out for you um, about the, the people. Um, like I said, I've been here the whole time, mm -hmm. so um, I haven't been out there where mm -hmm. some detectives are out working in the scene and whatnot. So. Yeah, because now I, if I did have a chance, I wish I just turned the gun on myself, but I still couldn't, I couldn't help myself. It was just getting too exciting. Like the thought of Eric Harris and Sung Lee Cho doing their rampage is just... And the and, and mixture and my hate just made it. So those guys are kind of like heroes to you. Oh, they became idols ever since the past two years when I started going into my hatred. Which one is Sunley Cho? He's a Virginia Tech shooter. I started admired the bloodshed that was described, and I, I admired Eric Harris's hate, the way he just uh, like he hated everything and everyone wanted to destroy the world, and no one was. Everyone thinks they're too good for him. Just has to die and just mixed mixed in with my hate and like it's like like when I said everything has a everyone has a every situation has a price to pay, like that was part of it. It's like the price that was the price to pay. Now it just doesn't matter anymore. Things are different now and I know. Well, there's a prison out there anyway, so it won't be any different. People I can't trust, being miserable all the time. Um, have you ever been suicidal before this? Yeah, I don't really tell people, but yes, I have constantly, especially when I'm during my drinking. It's like, all this, like when my stuff got taken away, my parents wouldn't understand. They didn't even want to understand. When They're they, trying so they took your bedroom set away? Mm -hmm. Why didn't they do that, Aaron? Because I've had it for a while, they said it had to go. I was trying to tell them, so I was trying to tell them, but they kept denying it and, and ignoring my issues. And I just kept drinking my, drinking my way to sorrow. I kept scaring my friends, and they couldn't think that they didn't do anything. I kept begging for my family's support. They just, they just said go to therapy, but I, but that wasn't the case yet. I, they had to work with me on it. They could They were trying to force me. Did they go. replace your bedroom set, or did you have yeah, to sleep on the floor, no, or what happened? Yeah, they replaced it with the hospital bed that my cousin, my that my mom's cousin slept. Uh, that was in my, um, in my great aunt's room. 
before she passed. Mm. She, she thought just taking it but from behind my back would just make everything go away and I have, no, I have no choice but to accept it. I was trying to tell everybody that's not it and they're just trying to, they were denying me and they were ignoring my issues until I said I went to therapy and everything was becoming worse for me. I, it wasn't, I was trying to use alcohol as a tool to keep myself calm because I know how I was getting. Because mm -hmm. I knew I was going to pick up a knife, either stab myself or stab someone off the street. So I, I tried to find a way to medicate myself. And, right. that's, and that's been going on for a year because I've been going crazy. I needed something to calm me down. But I drank too much alcohol where that mixed in. But I was well, with alcohol, I can only express it with words. I'm not capable. I'm, I can't. I'm not focused to do physical things, only when I'm sober. Yeah. But, ever, but I've been underestimated by my family because I'm not the kind of person that would do that because I'd back down from fights. I get all emotional. There was a reason why I was doing that because because that OCD thing, it, I had requirements. I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. I couldn't even tell myself no without even doing it. And, and and that's why I was backing down on fights. If someone confronted me, I would, I would threaten them and say, oh, and, and if they dare try to hit me or steal from me, something's going something's going down. One of us is, someone's going to die and it's not going to be me. Right. How was how high school for you? I was homeschooled through, through high school. I wish I went to high school in a way because I was lonely and I think I went into a psychotic mode where I was living in fantasy. Did your mom homeschool you? Yeah. We went to a resource program. I made quite a few friends there, but we all were all just kids with attention. Yeah. All right. Well, I wanted people to understand how serious I was, what was going on. And I, I knew what I was capable of, and I was trying to get people to understand. I knew going to just going to therapy wasn't going to help it. I need, I need them to work on it with me. And, because there's a certain time when there, there's a cutoff time until I can move on to the next step. And things were about to, and then I w when I was done with the school quarter, things were get re getting ready to be, um, get better for me. I was starting to mature out of that, out, out of that stage and go on to the next one. Okay. All right, my man. Well, let me go see what I can find out for you, okay? Okay. And we'll try to get this as quickly as we can. I felt like I realized that I am no Eric Harris at all. I felt like I did before, going through my hatred. Now I'm thinking about what happened. If someone would have done that to me, then that would have been horrifying. I could have been... Oh, I... Wonder what that would be like if I was him. Yeah. Okay. I still can't shed a tear for them, but I do think about what happened. Okay. Now that I'm not dead, it's now a little more serious than. I'd now you just kind of got to deal with it, huh? Now, yeah. Now I got to deal with the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think should happen to somebody that does something like what you've done? Um, uh, uh, I would say 
if they if they're unstable, just give them the help they need. If they're stable, then just make them deal with with what they knew was coming. Well, how how would how would one make them deal with it? Mm, I don't know what you're asking. Well, if it was somebody else that did what you did, mm-hmm. and they were sitting where you're sitting, what do you think? Sh- what do you think the consequences should be for that person? Well, I know I'm going to prison. But so you think that's the consequ- the correct consequence for that? Well, I don't know. Well, if the it all depends on their situation, but um, like I know some people go to mental wards in the hospital. That sometimes helps them, but some people who who don't even care what they did, like let's say, you no, know, let's say, like, like um, you want like should we use that shooting example or just any cr- murderous okay. crime? That's okay. I was just wondering if you had thought about that. Yeah. Well, I knew what would have happened to me because what I did, I did what I did, and I got caught, and I'm no choice. Except whether I was going to prison or a loony bin. Okay. All right. Well, I will be back in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. You knock on the door if you need something. Sure thing. Okay, are you ready to go? Yeah, can I use the bathroom one more time? You can.